Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first Pro Box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Warning. The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Mike Live. Three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome to the Ike Live Show live from the 2017 Bassmaster Classic in Houston. It's going on right now. We're here at the Outdoor Expo. Uh, it looks like the Ike Live studio, but the person to my left right now uh, is not Ike. Ike's out in the tournament, but I've got with me as a special guest here this morning, Keith Poche visiting with us at the Ike Live Show. Keith, great to have you here. Hey Pete, thanks for uh, having me on. I gotta apologize, my voice is about gone. I feel like a Triton Mercury that run me over, but uh, it's a great event. Uh, we have a lot of fun out here at the Classic. Yeah, uh, the Classic is the biggest show. I mean, this is gonna break records here in Houston, and you know, I I, I want to get right into it with you. Um, because you're here sitting with me, you're not fishing this tournament, you came so damn close this year, you were one point away from making the Bassmaster Classic this year, I mean, that I, everybody wants to get to the Classic, That's that's got to hurt to be that close and miss it. Yeah, I tell you, I made the Classic early in my career, and uh, it was a phenomenal accomplishment, and uh, you know, I've been fighting to get back every year, and last year... You know, I got so close, and that was one of my goals to make the Bassmaster Classic. And, uh, you know, we fished 10 tournaments, and, you know, I, I was in the Classic, out of Classic, in the Classic, out of the Classic. The points were so tight going down to the AOI Championship. It really came down to the last day that I got oh. bumped out of the Classic by one spot. So, unfortunately, I was the first man out this year. But, uh, you know, that's just making me that much more hungry to get right. back this year and, and really fight and dig and, and, and compete to get back to the 2018 uh, Bass Bars Classic. Well, I know you're going to make it because you're really a steady angler. 
you've, you've shown that on the Bassmasters. You've shown that on MLF, and I want to talk to you a little bit about some of your MLF success. But, I, you know, it had to be disappointing when you found that out. Where, where were you? How did you find out you just missed it? I, it happened to me one time, and I couldn't talk for like a week when I found out. What, uh, for the class? Yeah. I tell you, I mean, it was right then. <clears throat> I mean, they were calling names at the uh-huh. LY Championship saying, this guy made the final cut, this guy made the final cut, and my name didn't get called. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know, I'm the, I'm the first man out really, right. right then. And, you know, every, my heart just sank. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it was disappointing. Yeah. It really was, you know, to go through that season, to climb myself out of a hole because, you know, I started the season out really slow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but. I, I dug my way out, and I slowly got better and better, and I really was a consistent angler the rest of the season. And that's what it's all about, being consistent. Right. You know, having that consistent finish day in and day out and put up good points and uh, climbing your way to, to that ultimate goal of making the Bass Classic. Well, I know you're going to do it. You're going to get back there again, of course. Yeah. And that's where, you know, true champions, when they get, you know, hit with something like yeah. that, that's where, you you know, you're either going to go down or you're going to go up, and, and that's where you're going to find your legs, and I, I think you're going to do that. And one of the guys that we, we know in common is Ike, and he's working with a company that we have in common. And we saw this yesterday. Ike smashed him up out on the Bassmaster Classic yesterday, 21-pound bag. And we saw him using liquid mayhem, uh, treating his baits, scoring big in the Bassmaster Classic. Uh, how that, that was pretty awesome to see. Dude, let me tell you, the liquid mayhem is phenomenal. You know, I've been using it for the last couple of years, and I really think that, and I, oh, I believe that it's been a huge part of my success. You know, I tell you, it just takes a little bit. Uh, you know, I apply it um, to every bait I throw. And uh, to see my Iconelli catch a big bag like that using Liquid Mayhem, watching him apply it in the Bassmaster Classic, knowing that it's a big success for him, it's, it's really boosts my confidence as well because it's a great product and it's, right. it's really helped me in my career, I can, I can honestly say. I, I wish I could. I, it's the most neglected part, I think, of most fishermen's yeah, game yeah. is scent, right? We all worry about vibration and sound, yeah. and they're, they're important. Uh, but I think a lot of anglers neglect scent. And so it's really it's really cool to see Mike using it. And I know you use yeah. it. Uh, I want to invite you guys to try Liquid Mayhem. Uh, go to IkeLive.com. There's there's disc special promos uh, to go and try Liquid Mayhem. But uh, that was really neat to see him doing that. Of you course. know, I, I used to never use scent. I thought it was yeah. the craziest thing there was. I'm like, mm-hmm. you, you don't need scent. I mean, yep. you know, I just throw different baits depending on what I'm fishing for. And I just didn't even think about it. It wasn't part of my, my arsenal. And, uh, you know, after getting introduced to Liquid Mayhem, seeing the, the potential it had and uh, really putting it to use and really getting gaining confidence in it as well. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, as fishermen, we want to fish something that we have confidence in. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I tell you, folks, if you use Liquid Mayhem, use it a couple times, you're going to get a confidence in it, and it's going to be a big part of your success. I think Mike better start putting some more on his baits yeah, today because we, we haven't seen him register a fish yet today. Yeah. Uh, so we're... We're all pulling for him. He was yeah. leading the tournament. I think Edwin is uh, is now uh, stormed out in front, or was out in front. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of great fish catching going on. Yeah. Have you have Do you have any experience on Conroe? You know I do. Uh, back in 2011, I made the uh, TTBC. Okay. Um, you know I fished that back in back when I was catching fish really well. Mm. Uh, my the beginning of my career, but uh, it's a phenomenal place. Uh, you know I think, you know I, I hooked the biggest fish I ever hooked on on Lake Conroe. So uh, I know it's got them. Uh, you know, you, you got guys fishing up north. You got guys fishing down south. That's really catching them. So, you know, it's a couple of different patterns going on. Some shad spawn and some some pre spawn, post spawn fish. So, uh, it's really you know, guys just figuring them out and uh, only at both ends of the lake. 
It is really mixed up. Yeah. Guys are doing. I know Edwin had that 20 pounds off the Chad spawn, yeah. but uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I know we'll be watching. One of the techniques that that I think you're famous for is a technique that I like to use is a tail spinner. <laughs> yeah. On the back of of your sankos and your stick baits. That's you. Man, that's me all day long. I almost won the uh, 2012 Bassmaster Classic on Red Red River. Um, I tell you, it's a bait I've been using for a long time. And uh, it just kind of evolved over time. I really fine-tuned it and, and got it to where it, it, it's really working its best. And yeah. I really made it to where it, it can excel. Because, you know, you had to, I had to try different types of spinners and different size spinners. But uh, I really got this bait dialed in. And, you know, a lot of guys are using it. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a good limit bait, but it mm-hmm. also catches good fish. And anybody can use it. It's a fun bait to fish. Uh, it catches a lot of fish. And, and you guys got to see it. It's Keith Poche, uh, uh power spinner made by Humdinger. You can get it anywhere uh, online. It's, it's a phenomenal bait. And it, it's really cool. I mean, basically, you're, you're screw, it's a screw system that you put in the back of a Senko. Yes. It causes that Senko to fall tail first yes. in an erratic, and, and that, that spinner's going the whole time. Is it, Do you get them on the fall? Are you swimming it? or Man, how, how you how you working that bait? You know, everybody uses soft plastic stick bait, and it's, it just puts another dimension to your soft plastic stick bait. I will throw this thing out as it's falling. It's spinning. It's, it's got an action. Then I'll slowly retrieve it back, and as it's going through the water, it's bumping around structure, grass or just swimming straight and that spinner is just small enough it's got a little bit of a flash that's going to get the fish's attention and it's almost like a fish will come out of nowhere and wake it and 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 eat it like a swim bait or something wow but yeah i'll i'll pause it and it'll kind of flutter back and i think that a lot of time that gets gets strikes as well so it's it's really versatile you can fish it on anything anywhere and uh it catches a lot of fish man well it's, it's something that i use I, I fish grass on the upper chesapeake i love that that technique and uh i think you you guys are going to love it too if you haven't tried it go check it out but you you've had uh you fish the Bassmaster elites you've had a lot of success there but man you've had a lot of success fishing the mlf tournament trail and uh that is that is one of the fastest growing uh parts of our sport out there right now is that a lot of fun it looks like you're having a lot of fun out there man you have no idea folks you have no idea i mean i know it's entertaining to watch and it's fun to watch but man to actually fish it uh it's really exciting uh the thrill of knowing where you stand right knowing where you are throughout the day knowing what adjustments you need to make is the excitement of it the the, the emotional roller coaster you're, you're you're doing good you're leading then all of a sudden you get bumped down you're like man you know the the, the pressure sinks in then so pressure so it's, it's i don't want to know what the other guys are doing i swear i watch that it makes me nuts man i tell you it is it is really intense and it's it's top notch competitive competitive fishing right right yeah. well everybody's talking about it i mean you know you you're able to catch fish count everything that you yeah, catch right, right. which is really cool and uh but like i said you know watching what the other guys are doing and announcing that to you man i think i might have to kick that that them people overboard <laughs> those devices i don't want to know yeah it's all it's it's a live game it's yeah. it's it's in real time uh, i know it's pre-recorded but that day is is live mm-hmm. and, and everybody knows where everybody stands so uh and a lot of times i tell that that boat official i don't even want to hear because yeah, if, yeah. if I'm having a terrible day, I'm like, just don't even tell me. Because <laughs> I know I'm still in last place. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can appreciate it. Well, we're going to be watching you on MLF. Now, I want to talk to you. Now, this, I, I hate to bring up some, some old stuff, but I'm going to because it's like live, and that's what we do. Have have you and Ish made, made up? Uh, you going to hit me with that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you a funny story. You know, 
you know, Ish and I had our time. You know, yeah. that's part of it. We're competitors. You know, right. we're, we're we're competitors. We want to win. We, we're out there competing against each other, and we're almost like enemies. I mean, we're we get rough, but uh, you know, we was at um, Cayuga Lake last year, right? And and uh, you know, it's a big old lake and it's a bunch of docks. And I pulled up to the bank and. Uh, uh, it's during practice, and there was a boat right down there. It was coming my way, and I was like, man, I don't want to cut this guy off. So I said, let me crank up and leave. So I crunk up, and I started idling out, and it was Ish. I said, <laughs> oh, man, that's all I need. Now Ish seen me cut him off. I don't want to I don't want to know anything. So I, I idled up to him. And this is, the, this is the first time I spoke to Ish since the in- incident. I said, hey, Ish, man, I apologize. I pulled up in front of you. I didn't see you. I just want to let you know, man. Have a good day. And he's like, no problem. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's see, that's a great way to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I think, you know, communication, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, we've had our differences. That's in the past, and uh, I've moved on, and hopefully he's moved on as well. Yeah, well, that, that's really good. I, I see that a lot. Like, guys will pull in, and um, they'll start they'll start fighting. Like, you, there's different interpretation yeah. about what yeah. pulling in means and, you know, getting yeah. in somebody's way. But I think if anglers just would do what you did. Yeah, Go up exactly. and say, hey, you know, I didn't see you there, right. or, or, hey, what are you fishing? Do you mind if I go fish these docks? Are you fishing these docks? You know, I've had guys in tournaments that's fishing on the Bassmaster Elite Series that's cut me off, and and I've called them out on it because I think that goes on too much. There's, there's not a level of respect that goes on, right? and we need to respect each other. You know, we're out there, we're competing, yeah, and we're trying to outdo each other, but also we need to respect each other because... You know, as you see, NASCAR, I mean, those guys throw down if they wreck each other. I mean, it gets crazy. So, and, and you know, that's part of fishing, too. I mean, guys cut each other off. Right. And I really feel like, and me personally, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let that guy know how I feel about him. Not not trying to disrespect him, but I want to let him know where, how I feel about the situation. Well, I think you have to, yeah. especially because if you let yourself get walked on, Exactly. They're going to keep walking. Exactly. Right. So yeah. you you've got to be able to hold your ground, yeah, be exactly. firm and yeah. fair, yeah. and it's a, it's a difficult scenario. And yeah. and we've seen a, another scenario that kind of is developing out here on the classic. Uh, we saw it with our boy Ike, where the local boats yeah. came in and did some fishing in front of in front of him. And Roland was here talking to us about closing lakes down, uh, you know, and his thoughts on that process. But the local boat traffic can really impact you guys out there on tour. Yeah, you know, we have to factor that in. Unfortunately, you know, it's a public lake, and uh, it, we, it's it's an open lake for everyone. So we have to plan our days and our fishing uh, event around locals. So, And this is one of the few sports that locals or, or, or spectators can be a part of our, our game, mm-hmm. part of our, our, our event. So, uh, you know, other events, you know, it's cl- you know it's closed down, the, the, the racetrack or the golf course. You know, depending on what sport you're in, they, they shut it down just for the pros. But right. uh, but bass fishermen, we have to factor in local fishermen in that event. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, uh, guys will come in and fish after you're uh, after you just got done fishing. Yeah. M- mainly they 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 can get in the way. You yeah. know, the the observer boats, even though they're trying not to. Uh, sometimes they can get in the way, and it changes the way you fish. Guys like Kevin Van Am talks about catching all he can catch. Because he doesn't, he knows the guys are going to fish it when right, he's done. Right. So there's no point coming back after that. So just fish wide open. I, I'm glad I'm not Kevin Van Dam. <laughs> I, I want I want to fish like Kevin Van Dam, but I'm glad I'm not him because I tell you, those guys follow him in practice. Right. I mean, while he's out there practicing, they I've seen folks pull up on his spot once he leaves. So I mean, having that in the back of your mind, it, it would bother me knowing that a guy that is fishing my hole just during practice after I left. That that's crazy. Yeah. 
And you're right, because Kevin gets it, Ike gets it. Yeah. You know, there's a few yeah. other guys that get it, and 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 the guys that lead the tournament oh, yeah. uh, have it the worst, right? Because yeah. it's almost like you you're better off sneaking up from the back of the pack because you're nobody's paying attention to you. You know, this this Bass Live and, and Bass Track, all that's great, and it, it's it's for the fans, it's for them to follow us. But also, you know, the guys that are on the water, they can see who's catching them, and they can go around and find the guys. So, right. you know, it, it's good for them, but it also it, it hurts us in a sense too. But, you know, it's just part of the game we play. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, we've been watching it. Have you you've been watching Bassmaster Live? What, what do you think? Who's gonna who's gonna win this tournament? You got a prediction? You know, I, I really predicted Ike would would win this thing because he has so much history here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's done well here in the past and TTBCs. Um, you know, I was really thinking Keith would 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 have a decent uh, event as well. But I was really thinking uh, Ike would be the ultimate winner. And you know, the day's still young. We don't know what's going to happen, but uh, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, I haven't looked at the the leaderboard. Have you? Carpenter, Brian the Carpenter's with us over there. We'll uh, we'll maybe get an update and see where Mike's at in the tournament. But uh, yeah. but the the shad's going. I know Mike had his early morning bite and, and it didn't happen for him. Uh, so we're, he's really got a you know a little bit of a hole to dig out here, and hopefully hopefully he can do that. Yeah. It's there's just so much pressure in the classic. What I was most proud of, like when I fished my first classic, I was a deer in the headlights, man. I wanted to catch a fish to bring yeah. across the stage. Yeah. You know, I didn't care if it was 12 inches or, or whatever. I just, I wanted to get into that, that way. And so, I mean, to be, but you got to win the classic, right? That's the, that's the deal. So you can't fish that way and win. Yeah, I was hearing him on uh, Bass Live earlier talk about Bradley Roy. You know, his him, you know, doing, having a great event, yes, great ter- uh, day yesterday, but today having a camera on him. And you know the, the the reality sinks in. You know the yeah. pressure's on you now. Mm. You know so and that, that was the same instance with my class, first classic. I uh, I led the first day of my first Bassmaster Classic. You know I, I had a phenomenal day. Good and, night. Uh, all eyes were on Keith Pochet. So <laughs> I, I go out on day two and I uh, I have a terrible day. I mean I have a decent day, but I didn't have a day that I should have had. Right. And um, end up losing the classic, uh, finishing third place. But you know you, you wow. go into it, you, you you're clear-minded. <clears throat> And uh, you, you want to do your best, but once you do well, and the cameras on you, the interviews start happening, the pressure really the distraction. In. You have no idea. Wow, well, that that must have been amazing yeah. to be in the lead at, at your very first Bassmaster yeah. Classic. Your phone must have been blowing up like crazy. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, you know, I, I really felt like I accomplished you know some goals. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was, you know I remember my attending my first Bassmaster Classic and. And looking on the stage, I'm like, man, I want to be there one day. Right. You know, I want to walk across that stage and and, uh, and be a part of that group. And uh, and it came true. And you know, and when you sit back and you look at it, and it all starts sinking in, it really things start rolling. You like, man, this is real. Well, that 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 I can't imagine what it's yeah. like to be leading the biggest tournament in in, in sport fishing. And you did that. Yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it didn't work out for the win. But uh, but that's you know, it's hard to win the classic. Especially when you guys got like guys got like Kevin out there that win four classics, they're tying everything up on us, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to get the win. I tell you, it's hard to win anything these days. I mean, you know, especially the younger generation coming up. I mean, the the the, the veterans, they're all great anglers. You know, they they don't slip up. Right. You know, you really have to have, you know, four A day game. I mean, A grade days. I mean, you really have to catch them. And uh, I tell you, it's it's a tough event. I've been. I've been in top fives, you know, several times, you know, third, fourth. I've been all over first, but I just right. haven't not, 
you know, got that W. So uh, I'm hoping now, uh, real soon, we'll we'll make it happen. Well, as a fisherman, I mean, you you got to put a lot of time. You're doing this full time. Yeah. Are you a guy that likes a lot of practice? Do you go scout the bodies of water uh, before the cutoff, or how how do you go about your business? It it varies. You know, it really depends on where we're going, um, the type of fishing we're going to do. I like to look at a place that I've never been to before just to see what it has to offer. Right. But I'll tell you, some of my better best events have been have been from not knowing, just going on the fly. And I think that's why I excel at Major League Fishing so much. You know, I've, I've had a very good career with Major League Fishing. It's, you know, I, I trust my gut instead right. of going off history or going off what they, I should be doing instead of just going, going what I feel like I be, should be doing. Gotcha. Well, yeah. so you, would you call it you're a shallow water fisherman? For the, most part, for, for the most part. Do you own a spinning rod? I do, but it, <laughs> I don't I don't pull it out too much. <laughs> I, wasn't it cool? I thought it was cool to see them pulling out the spinning rods this week. Yeah, you know, I really thought it would be a big-time power fishing event, and uh, it just goes to show some guys are, are finesse fishing. You know, they got to do what they have to do. You mm-hmm. know, if, if power fishing ain't the deal, you know, you really have to downsize and, and fish your strength or fish whatever it takes to, uh, to get bites. Well, we saw Mike doing it. And uh, yeah. Clifford Perch yeah. both had monster bags using spinning rods. I think the folks in Texas are going to have to go out and buy some spinning rods this week. <laughs> but, uh, but, hey, I appreciate you being here with us. For those that would want to follow you in all your fishing on the elites in the MLF on social media, how do they do that? Yeah, just go to my Facebook page at Keith Poche. Uh, it's real simple. Follow my page, uh, KeithPoche.com. Uh, you just check me out and uh, like my page. That'd be awesome. And fish that tail spinner. Fish that tail spinner. Move it up. Liquid mayhem. Put your little liquid mayhem on there. Catch it up. <laughs> and we'll look forward to seeing you on the MLF back in the Classic next year, I hope. Yes, I appreciate sir. you being here with us. And uh, coming up right after this is going to be Zell Rowland, a veteran of the Bassmaster, now fishing on the FLW Tour. We'll be talking to him. We're going to be live right back here at the Classic. Ike Live. I'm Pete Gluzek. We'll see you right back here in just a few minutes. Thanks, bud. Hey, man. Thank you. Appreciate you.